Somebody make some noise for Jesus tonight. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Are there any redeemed people in the building? Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whom the Lord hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. I wonder if somebody can just reach back in your memory for about 60 seconds and remember where God brought you from. I wish somebody would take about 60 seconds and reach back in your memory and remember the devils that he whipped for you and remember the hell. They used to say, when I think uh, of the goodness of Jesus uh, and all he's done for me, uh, my, 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 my soul cries hallelujah. I'm sorry, you might have to tell somebody, excuse me, for just one moment while I praise him. Come on, I need about 150 radical people in the building. Tell your neighbor, excuse me a moment. I don't mind you sitting there as long as you don't mind me stepping over your pretty purse and your nice shoes to get out in the aisle and give my God some praise. Sorry, maybe he hadn't done anything for you. But when I stop and reflect on how good, I know it's the opening night. You're supposed to be calm, cool, and collected. But I wonder if any radical people showed up in the house. I didn't wear these shoes to impress you. I wore them to give God some praise. I got a feeling some of y'all are stuck in the middle of your pew. You need to do a little hallelujah check tonight. Turn around and tell your neighbor hallelujah. If they looked at you like you were crazy, grab your Bible and find somewhere else to sit tonight. Turn around and tell them hallelujah. If they looked at you and said hallelujah, give them a high five and tell them let's have church tonight. Come on. Come on. You might as well throw the first punch at the devil tonight. We might as well not wait until the altar call. We might as well not. Sometimes the best way to win a battle is to be unpredictable. Some of you are too predictable. You're going to cross your thing and nod your head. You ought to do something crazy that the devil didn't see coming. You ought to jump out of your seat and run the aisles before the preacher ever. Whoa, oh yeah. Hallelujah. feeling a little bit better in here right about now.
devil mess with me and push on me a little bit, I'll flip out on him in a beat. Y'all just remain right here in this mode tonight. I, I feel like we're about to light a match up in this place this year. I didn't come with any sad stories. I didn't come with any. I came with faith in my heart. I came with a word of promise for somebody in this building. Yeah. I wonder if you could convince them in Holy Ghost Radio Land that you're. what the loudest noise level has ever been in this sanctuary but I wonder if somebody would shout unto God with a voice of triumph in this place somebody make a joyful noise somebody praise him like you already got your miracle somebody praise him like the healing is already taking place you to praise him in advance I dare you to give God praise on credit I'll praise him now he can do it later Woo! hey yeah 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 Shatarabosa. Matthew chapter 16 Matthew chapter 16 just remain in this posture of worship you don't even have to go back to your seat if you don't want to. They got, they got the verse on the screen. Matthew chapter 16. While you're turning there, let me quickly say what an absolute privilege it is to be back at Standout 2016. Give double honor tonight to the angel of this house. Bishop Mayo and the entire first family of Cornerstone. Would you help me give a great ovation to the man of God? His family. I love you, Bishop. Love you. Love you. First Lady Mayo. First family. I'm just family around here. I'm an adopted kid. So I, I'm glad to be here to all of the great men of God in this building. Would you help me give them a round of applause and honor the ministry that's represented in this house? Hallelujah. So many great men of God, esteemed, uh, esteemed anointing friends in the building tonight. So good to be with you. Matthew chapter 16, verse number 18. This is a very familiar portion of scripture I want to read tonight. It says... And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell, somebody say hell, shall not, somebody say shall not, 
prevail against it. Now, if the scripture tells me that hell shall not prevail against the church, then logic would tell me uh, that the church shall prevail against hell tonight. I can't get no help up in this place. I said if hell shall not prevail against the... Y'all hang with me. Acts chapter 16, verse 16 says, And it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days, but Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ uh, to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. And when her masters saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas. One transliteration says, when her owners saw that their lucrative business was suddenly bankrupt, they went after Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace under the rulers and brought them to the magistrate saying, these men being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city. Chapter 19 verse 17 says, and this was known to all the Jews and Greeks also dwelling at Ephesus. And fear fell on them all. And the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. And many that believed came and confessed and showed their deeds. Many of them also which used curious arts brought their books together and burned them before all men. And they counted the price of them and found it 50,000 pieces of silver. So mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. Chapter 19, verse 23, I'm almost done reading. Says, in the same time there arose no small stir about that way for a certain man named Demetrius a silversmith which made silver shrines for Diana brought no small gain unto the craftsmen. One transliteration says that his business brought a huge profit for the men who worked for him. Whom he called together with the workmen of like occupation and said, Sirs, ye know that by this craft we have our wealth. Moreover, ye see and hear that not alone in Ephesus, but almost throughout all Asia, this Paul hath persuaded and turned away much people, saying that they be no gods which are made with hands. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. So that not only this our craft 
is in danger to be set at naught, but also that the temple of the great goddess Diana should be despised and her magnificence should be destroyed, whom all Asia and the world worshipeth. One writing says, verse number 20, not only is our business in danger of falling apart, but the temple of our famous goddess Artemis will certainly end up a pile of rubble as her glorious reputation fades to nothing. And for a few moments tonight, and I don't feel like I'm going to preach very long, and in, in, in the spirit of the theme of this conference uh, media team, I gave you my title. I want to add one word to the end of it. And for a few moments tonight, I simply want to preach, it's time to put hell out of business now. Now, I wish I had about 200 preachers with me in this building right now. I said it's time to put hell out of business now. High five somebody, tell them hell is going out of business. Come on, find somebody next to you, tell them hell is going out of business. Musicians, just stay close. If you promise to preach with me, you can be seated. If not, would you please remain standing and run the aisles as I preach tonight? Woo, we got a preaching, we got a preaching group of people up in here. We are living in perilous times. The Bible declares that there would, be, there would come a time where it would be described as wars and rumors of wars. Just today, old Putin said that he is calling all Russians from all over the world to hurry back to Russia as he prepares for World War III. We are living in perilous times. Mass shootings are becoming a weekly event in the news. Riots amongst people in the street are becoming too many to keep track of. The Bible tells us that there would come a day that nation would rise against nation. That word nation is the word ethnos from the word we derive the word ethnicity. Ethnicity would rise against ethnicity. We are living in perilous times. We are living in a day where the evil imagination of mankind is being manifested upon Hollywood screens and then being played out in the lives of society every day as we read the blurring lines between fantasy and reality. It's the evil imagination of mankind. Education has become more prominent today than it ever has before. We've got more educated people with degrees than we've ever had before. And yet they cannot figure out which bathroom to go to. Hello. How your mama doing? 
more education than they've ever had before and dealing with the challenge of gender confusion. Oh, it's quiet in here. Am I in the right church tonight? People jumping into the gender blender. A day and an age where Glamour Magazine names 2015 Woman of the Year a man named Bruce Jenner. Can I still declare it, Bishop Mayo? I don't care what you cut off, what you sew on, what's real and what's fake. When God created you, he made you male and female. There's no confusion because God is not the author of confusion. Come on, somebody. We are living in perilous time. Can I say this? God took all of the woman out of man when he pulled a rib out of Adam and made Eve. Somebody said, preacher, you shouldn't be saying all of those things at this conference. I'm sorry, you're at the wrong conference. This is stand out, not stand down. We will not stand down from society. We will not shut our mouth. We will not keep quiet. If they've got enough boldness to put it in the newspaper and talk about it, then maybe there better be a church that's just as radical. That's not afraid. Come on, am I in the right building? There had better be a John the Baptist church that rises up in these last days and calls sin, sin, and stands for truth without fear. I need about 200 radical people in the building today to give God your best prayer. Come on. I said this is stand out, not stand down. And despite the darkness, despite the wickedness, this is the church's finest hour. I believe we've got the greatest opportunity for revival that we've ever seen before. The darker the night, the greater the light. Come on, I wish I had about 200 believers in this building that understand you were called for such a time as this out of all of the decades, out of all of the centuries that God could have brought you in the world. He brought you here for such a time as this. Tell your neighbor the church will prevail. I said the church will prevail. Two women gave birth in the Bible. One in fear, one in faith. One named her child Ichabod, which means the glory has departed. But the other named her child Emmanuel, which means God with us. And in a society that wants to declare Ichabod over the land, I'm still part of a church that declares Emmanuel, God with us. 
And I believe right in the middle of this mess, God is about to open up the greatest move of the Holy Ghost that we've ever seen. I believe right in the middle of this trouble, we're about to see the... I wish I had more people than this that believed it. Right in the middle of your city's trouble, God's about to open the greatest revival that you've ever seen before. Somebody needs to declare Emmanuel, Emmanuel, Emmanuel. I know it's dark, but Emmanuel. I know it's hard, but Emmanuel. I know it's wicked, but Emmanuel. There's a race between two revivals. Hell's revival and the church's revival. But I came to declare that the church will prevail. I said the church will prevail. It's time to put hell out of business. The church was designed to put hell out of business. Come on, somebody. The church was born to put hell out of business. The church was created to thwart the efforts of the church is in existence to defy the plan of Satan I said the church the only reason you're here is to come against hell God did not fill you with the Holy Ghost and put you on a pew to look like a Pentecostal sugar doll and a GQ Pentecostal playboy God rescued you to put a sword in your hand and anointing in your spirit to stand against the wiles of the enemy you were built for warfare you were designed to fight you were come on somebody I need somebody just go ahead and take your jacket off loosen your tie kick off your shoes and let hell know it's time to put hell out of business now it's why we're here it's what we were created to do it's what God purposed Upon this rock, I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall. From its inception, the church is putting hell out of business. The church is born in Acts chapter 2. And in Acts chapter 3, it's already putting hell out of business. As they walk by the gate called Beautiful, there lays a man begging for alms. And they look at him and say, silver and gold, have I none, but such as I have, give I thee in the name of Jesus. Rise and walk. It's a picture of our society today. Health programs are not the answer. More money is not the answer. The answer is an anointed church that is walking the streets, putting hell out of, come on, somebody uh, you ought to be ready to have revival uh, until you put welfare out of business uh, in your city uh, there's nothing that'll elevate
elevate somebody like the power of the Holy Ghost. There's nothing that'll pull somebody out of the hood and give them respect and give them a sense of purpose like the Holy Ghost. But it's going to take a church that's willing to go into the streets and put hell out of business. Come on, they won't be coming back to your welfare line again. They've got a new provider. They're not going to lay there broken anymore. We introduced them to a new king. They're not going to come on somebody. It's time to put it. I believe God wants us to have revival until we put the welfare society out of business. I believe God wants us to have the miraculous until we start emptying out hospital rooms. Emptying out them. Oh, y'all don't believe it today. You ought to have revival until you start affecting the medical community. It's time to put hell out of business now. Tell your neighbor now. Not next week, not next month, not when you turn 18, not when you become 21, not when you get married, not when you finish your education, not come on, it's time right now, it's time. I wish I had some help in here. The Bible said that the devil knoweth that he hath but a short time and he's out in full force. I wonder if the church has the same understanding that the clock is running out and we cannot have church as usual. We cannot have standout as usual. There's got to be an elevation. There's got to be a sense of urgency. There's got to be something that grabs a hold of us and come on we gotta reach them faster we gotta reach them greater our efforts have to be double come on somebody it's time to put hell out of business now putting hell out of business you keep reading Acts chapter number 8 The Bible talks about a man that they came across in Samaria by the name of Simon. I'll just put it in today's vernacular. It said that he had bewitched them with sorcery. He was a Wicca. I don't even know what they call their main guy. Warlock. He was a Wiccan warlock. I think I'm saying it right. And somewhere the church stumbled up upon some of his saints, came across some of his congregation, and they got to preaching to them about the power of the Holy Ghost. Because when you've got the Holy Ghost, you're not afraid to walk into the middle of evil. You're not afraid to step into the middle of the devil's territory. Come on, when you've got the Holy Ghost, you're not afraid to get outside of the four walls and march into the enemy's camp and take back what the devil stole from. I wish I had some young people in the building that were as bold as lions tonight. That you're ready for God to send you across enemy lines and across enemy territory. 
it says, but when they believed Philip, preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. They were baptized both men and women. There's coming a day when there's going to be some churches that march into false doctrine churches into the middle of satanic rituals and they're going to be lined up at the baptismal tank saying I'm ready for the real thing. I'm ready for the real I feel like jumping in this tank right now because I believe God is gonna if there's anybody in this building that knows God is about to turn your city upside down you ought to shout in this place I'm preaching to some young people God's gonna use you to reach them God's gonna use you to rescue them God's gonna use you to preach to them you've got to be ready to put hell out of business I'm not afraid of Satanism I'm not afraid of witchcraft I'm not afraid of horoscopes I'm not afraid God is ready I'm preaching about putting hell out of business took all his saints Took his whole church, baptized him in Jesus' name. And so Simon stands there and said, well, if you can't beat him, you might as well join him. And they baptized the witch on top of it. You better hear me. God's about to anoint some of you to march into places. And you're going to reach people that you never thought possible. And God's going to empower you to witness to people that you thought were untouchable. But God's got to have a people that are ready to step out of your comfort zone. Step out of the norm. And understand you're anointed to put hell out of business. Come on, I need some help up in this place. Can I preach to some young preachers uh, before you ever get behind the pulpit uh, and preach some fancy message? Uh, you better learn to march with boldness uh, into the enemy's camp uh, and win a soul. Uh, and come on, somebody. Uh, that's where you learn how to fight. Uh, that's where you'll really learn how to preach. Uh, that's where you'll really learn how to minister uh, is by marching uh, into hell uh, and putting hell out of They didn't find a king on a throne. They found a king whipping a giant. They found a king battling a lion. They... Then Simon himself believed also and was baptized. Hell lost one of its MVPs. I feel like telling somebody, God's going to lead you to some of hell's MVPs this year. God's going to lead you to key people in your city that are going to unlock the door 
to complete subcultures. God, I feel this in the Holy Ghost. God's going to anoint you to some key individuals that are going to unlock doors of opportunity in front of audiences that you did not even know exist. But you've got to see yourself the way that God sees you. You were designed to prevail against hell. You were designed for that purpose. God custom made you to take Come on. There's going to be some young men and young ladies uh, that are going to learn how to pray in the Holy Ghost uh, until you get a boldness on you uh, that causes you to rise up uh, with power and anointing. Uh, There's going to be some young men in this place uh, that start learning how to take fire off of an altar uh, and march the streets uh, of your city uh, with Holy Ghost power. It's time to put hell out of business. It's time to put hell out of business. Come on. They're going to start saying we got to sell the building. Nobody's coming anymore. We're going to have to give this away to somebody because we don't need it any longer. Come on, somebody. It's time to put hell out of You're going to have to do more than a little golf clap at conference and a little nodding of your head. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent take it by by force, by force. I'll press my way in. I'll pray my way in. I'll fast my way through. I'll preach my You keep reading. Acts chapter 16. Paul and Silas get locked up for standing for truth. It's a day. We're living in a day and age where God needs some people uh, that aren't afraid to face uh, legal consequences if need be uh, to stand for righteousness. Oh, it's going to get quiet in here. It's going to get quiet in here. We're living in the last days. Hell's willing to cross the line. Hell's not worried about her reputation. Hell's not worried. There had better be a church that's just as radical. There better be some people that are just as passionate that say, if I die, then I die. If I perish, then I perish. There's got to be some young people that say, I will go in. Peace if possible, but truth at any cost. Peace if possible, but revival. They got up in that place. And it looked as if they had lost the battle. It looked... As if they had been silenced. It looked as though they had been put into a corner. But old Paul and Silas had a little revelation of something. 
and they knew that the Bible said uh, that God inhabits uh, the praise uh, of his people. Uh, they knew uh, we not be able to get there, uh, but we can get God to come here. Uh, I may come on somebody. Uh, I may not have what I need uh, to get over there, uh, but I can summons the presence uh, of God to where I am. Uh, oh, I'm preaching to somebody right now. Uh, you need to get your eyes off of your restrictions. Uh, get your eyes off what you don't have. Uh, get your eyes uh, off what looks like an obstacle uh, and get your eyes uh, on the God out of heaven your problem can't stop God your struggle doesn't stop God your chains don't intimidate God they started praying and singing they started praying and singing and they got so deep in the Holy Ghost that the Bible said an earthquake began to shake I believe we can tap in so deep that we can upset the geological balance of the earth on behalf of the kingdom of God God will move heaven and hell to come to your rescue God will move heaven and hell to cause his church to prevail it wasn't Paul and Silas's reputation on the line it was God's reputation on the line When you do things in the name of Jesus Christ, when you're doing things under the banner of God's anointing and God's commissioning, God will always pay for what he orders. Don't you ever worry about not having enough. Don't you ever worry about not being strong enough. Don't you worry. Come on, somebody. God will come through. Somebody ought to shout over that right now. I said God's about to come through in your midnight hour, in your darkest season, when it looks like you can't escape, when it looks like there's no way out. Your God is about to come through. Why? Because it's time to put hell out of business now. Keep reading in the chapter or back up in the chapter. A woman with a spirit of divination who's being pimped out for her talent. That's right. She had other men making money off of her efforts. But when she runs into these men of God and they turn around and rebuke the spirit out of her, the Bible said that those men realized, gentlemen, we're out of business. I believe that God's about to shake things up uh, and you're about to start winning people off the street uh, that hell's going to go back and say what are we going to do uh, the door was just closed uh, that was our last man standing uh, come on I wish I had some believers in the building uh, God's going to God's about to anoint some of you uh, to reach some people uh, that when you reach them, uh, you're going to put hell out of business. Uh, come on, some of you ought to walk into a tattoo parlor and witness to the owner uh, until he shuts the tattoo parlor down. Some of you need to go in and win uh, the owner of a nightclub uh, until he shuts the business down. 
I can't get no help up in here. That's because some of you don't believe it can happen. But I'm preaching to some people in this place that have some faith that in these last days, God is putting favor upon you to take dominion in your city. Come on, I'm preaching your church is a light set upon a hill that cannot be hid. God said you're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. Come on, church. We've got to see ourselves the way that God's. Acts 19. They preach Jesus until Barnes and Noble and Books a Million went out of business. I'm giving you the Martin Luther King James Version. I preach out of that at home quite a bit. They started getting the Holy Ghost, getting baptized in Jesus' name. Bible said they brought all their books of sorcery and witchcraft. Brother Haddon, you live in a central part of the U.S. bound by witchcraft and new age ideologies. They brought it in and started counting the cost of the resources. It wasn't just the books. It represented a change in the mindset of those people. It represented a change in the source of their information and where they were looking for help. I'm preaching to you right now that God's going to anoint you at such a level in this last day uh, that you're going to start affecting uh, entire segments uh, of your city uh, for the kingdom. I wish I had a a believer in the building. Uh, God put you on that college campus uh, for more than an education. He put you there to turn it upside down. God put you at Starbucks uh, not to learn how to make coffee, uh, but to turn uh, that place. I wish I had a witness. Uh, God put you where you're at uh, to turn your world upside down my God you ought to save so many people on your job that they have to change their hours on Sunday because nobody will come to work you ought to become so effective at winning uh, winning people at your school uh, that they have to build a room for your prayer meeting at your school Come on, I'm preaching to you. You ought to turn hell upside down to the place that your cafeteria has to pause at lunch while you pray for your... It's the effects of having apostolic revival. Obama is not the answer to our country. Hillary Clinton is not the answer to our country. Donald Trump is not the answer to our country. You, I said you, are the answer to our country. Come on, somebody. I said you are the answer 
when the church has revival the way it's supposed to an entire city is affected when a church has revival the way it's supposed to the silversmith shuts down the bookstore closes down the witch doctor is out of business the bars start closing come on God's about to anoint some of you to win souls until the strip club closes down and the bars shut down come on somebody in this place it's time to put hell out of business now 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 you didn't come here on accident this service isn't happenstance you're here tonight because God wants to create a shift you're here tonight because God is ready to shift something in your spirit what about your city hell is in business because of the bondage of the people in your city hell's business is booming because of the people in your city and if you don't reach them who will if all you're worried about is a raise on your job who's going to reach the people in your city If all you're interested in doing is working extra hours and taking extra classes so that you can't do anything for the kingdom of God, who is going to reach your... It's quiet in here. If you really knew that time was running out, you would understand that the value of those things is growing less and less and less. They are meaning less. And in 20 years from now, uh, we might all be in the heavenlies worshiping our God. And the only thing that's going to matter isn't how much college you completed, not how big of a house you own, not becoming debt free. Uh, what's going to mean the most uh, is how many people did you win? Uh, how many souls uh, did you pull from hell? Uh, how many people uh, did you rescue? Come on. It's the only reason that we're here it's the only reason this building's here it's the only reason you're saved is to reach hell's in business can I read you some of hell's financials tonight can I read you some of hell's business financials tonight 2015 financials for the kingdom of hell. $110 billion spent on heroin last year. $100 billion spent on cocaine last year. $75 billion spent on cannabis last year. Sixty. Billion dollars spent on synthetic drug development. Two hundred billion dollars spent on illegal pharmaceutical drugs last year. These are hell's financials. Nine point six four billion dollars spent on alcohol consumption last year. Nine 
$60 billion spent and made on gambling last year. $14.6 billion spent on prostitution last year. $3.1 billion spent at strip clubs last year. $25 billion spent at other bars and clubs last year. Let's talk about sports. Let's go into the sanctuary of the world. Oh, it's quiet up in here. It's quiet up in here. You can't raise your hands and worship Michael Jordan and take those same filthy hands and lift them up clean to your God. You better choose you this day whom ye will serve. Either the gods that your fathers worshipped or the God. Come on, somebody. I'm not giving my praise to the world's gods, to the world's idols. I'm giving my praise to Jesus. Can I just preach it like I feel it, Bishop? Some of you feel like, well, as long as I just listen to it all the time on the radio and read it in the newspaper, if it entertains you, it's the same as if you were there, baby. Just because you listen to it on the radio, you might as well have been in the state. I knew that would go over like a flock of dogs tonight. Talking about putting hell out of business. talk about sports revenue made just from gate entry into sporting events 40 billion dollars money made from other sports paraphernalia 145 billion dollars but they stuck on welfare and can't afford to buy the kids new shoes Let's talk about Hollywood, television. Let me stop here. Every time you watch a movie, you are lending your support to the wickedness of this world. You are casting your vote at the altar of the devil. I said this is stand up, not stand down. We still believe that Hollywood and television is a product of the evil imagination of this world. We still believe that the Bible said, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. Revenue from from that industry 29 billion dollars revenue from cosmetics i'm giving you hell's financials 62 billion dollars how is that hell's financials cuz hell's making money telling people they're not good enough 
Hell's making billions of dollars telling you you need to look like hell's goddesses and hell's idols and all of the idolatry propagated in magazines in Hollywood. Hell is making billions of dollars off of your lack of esteem because you don't know who God created you to be and you don't see yourself the way. Don't tell me it's not important. It's $62 billion important. Let's talk about the bling bling. Jewelry. $61 billion spent in jewelry 2015. And then once the enemy gets you all tied up and bound, he makes money off the facility. He keeps you in like a caged animal. Private prisons. $5 billion last year. Our economy doesn't need a stimulus package. It needs revival. Hell's got enough money uh, to pay for the deficit of the United States. Uh, people don't need an answer, financial miracle. They need redemption. Uh, they need a church that will teach them uh, how to quit giving their money to the devil uh, and putting their resources and their lives uh, in the hand uh, of the... Come on, somebody. I said it's time to put hell uh, out of business. Every time somebody comes in here and receives the Holy Ghost, uh, that's another one that's not going to the bar that's another one not going to the movies that's another one that's not going to buy makeup anymore that's another come on somebody every time you win a soul you're putting hell out of business come on God's depending on you God is waiting on you God has anointed you God has called you to put hell you're God's greatest resource in this end time revival come on I wish I had some people in the building come on music I'm almost done we ought to take a challenge tonight I don't know if there's going to be a 2017 standout or not I don't know Jesus might come back before then hopefully he does and then we'll not only stand out, but we'll stand up and stand together on the other side. But I'm going to tell you what could happen in one year's time. And it's the will of God, Brother Spell. Can I, can I just give you a little testimony? Can I just bring you into Fort Myers for a minute? What I'm about to tell you happened in just about the past one year time frame. I have a young man in our church named Brother Steve. Bishop, I noticed about a year ago, maybe a little bit over a year ago, something got a hold of him. He started showing up at early morning prayer, 6 o'clock in the morning. And he wasn't just there taking a nap on the pews. But he started showing up, taking dominion. In the Holy Ghost. Then I'd show up sometimes. And he'd have already been there for 20 minutes ahead of 6 o'clock. Praying and getting a hold of some things. He started witnessing on his job. Here, I need some help. Come here, brother. You're going to be my brother Steve tonight. Come here. I want you to help me. He looks like a good man. If I was dressed this nice, I'd burn my suit. 
can't stand too close for too long because he makes me look bad. Brother Steve got a hold of something. And when you get a hold of something in the Holy Ghost, the byproduct is going to be soul winning. Because the closest thing to the heart of God is lost souls. More than anything else. And you cannot spend significant time with Jesus and it not start getting a hold of you. The heartbeat of God to reach the lost. I can tell people that don't pray because they don't win souls. They might have a form of godliness, but they're denying the power thereof. So as a byproduct, he, he, he started going after it. And, and there's... He, he all of a sudden, he wins a young man that he started bringing to church. And, and, and he wins Brother John. Brother John, you're going to be Brother John. Come on, Brother John. Brother John comes in. Brother John gets baptized in Jesus' name. Brother John gets the Holy Ghost. He's excited. Brother Steve's still praying, getting a hold of God. Well, Brother John and Brother Steve work with another guy named Brother Naeem. And so now they tag team him. And all of a sudden, Brother Naeem comes to church. And Brother Naeem comes, and his first service, God gets a hold of him. Before you know it, he's baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost. Brother John is so excited about what's going on, he decides to tell his girlfriend about his experience. Do you have a girlfriend or wife here? I don't want to get you in trouble. Come on, I need the wife. <laughs> I dare not pull somebody up to be his girlfriend. You're his girlfriend tonight and every night, right? He tells Sister Christine about Jesus. She comes to church. She gets baptized in Jesus' name. She's filled with the Holy Ghost. Now they're married. Brother Naeem is so excited about what's happening. The first person he can't wait to tell is his little sister, Camila, who lives in the Bay Area of California. So he witnesses to her on the phone and starts teaching her a Bible study over the phone. Then he tells her to download the Rock Church app so she can listen to sermons. So she starts listening to preaching. She starts being taught a Bible study. Something grabs a hold of her and she said, my God, I've got to get to Fort Myers and see what in the world is happening. Come on, sis. Come help me. Right there. Hurry, hurry, hurry. So Sister Camila jumps on an airplane. She said, I don't even know what I'm doing. I've never done this before. She said, but I'm packing my bags and I'm coming to Fort Myers. Something is calling me to the house of God. She shows up, uh, and her first service, she's baptized in Jesus' name, and God fills her with the Holy Ghost. I'm preaching about putting hell out of bit. About this time, hell is starting to look uh, at Brother Naeem uh, or at Brother Steve uh, and say, we got a problem on our hands. Uh, all of these people uh, are now not in our ranks uh, because of one young man that got a hold of something. I'm talking in under a year's time. One young man. Sister Camila, Brother Naeem are so excited. They said it can't stop with us. 
we got to tell the rest of our family. They get a cousin of theirs on the phone who lives up north in, uh, where's Brother Libby from? From Maryland. She lives in Maryland, doesn't know nothing about, about the church. They start witnessing to her over the phone. They start teaching her a Bible study. She said, my God, I feel something I've never felt before. They said, she's, Camila said, well, do what I did. Jump in a van and come on. She said, can I bring some other family members? They load up a van full of family members. I need, I need eight of you, quick. Boys and girls, eight of you, come on. Quick, 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 quick. Eight of you, come on. Eight of you, just stand right here, all eight of you. They show up all the way from out of state. They come in the very first weekend. God fills her with the Holy Ghost, baptized in Jesus' name. You're going to be the cousin. She goes back. Come on. She goes back home. She starts telling the rest of her family about what happened. I think it's 13 or 14. I need 13 or 14. Come on. Help me. 13, 14 more. Come on. Come on. Come on. Quickly. Quickly. Only people who are ready to put hell out of business. The rest of y'all stay sitting down. Two, three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, that's about 13. Come on. We sent them to Brother Libby's church, like 12 or 13 more, baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Hell is starting to say, we got to take this brother out. He's causing a chain reaction that's... Now the revival's not just Fort Myers. Uh, now it's starting to reach into other states. Uh, and then, so then Camila and Brother Naeem say, hey, what about Dad? We got to talk to Dad. Dad lives in the Bay Area. So guess what they do? They, they don't make excuses. They pick up the phone and start teaching him a Bible study. They tell him, download the app and start. They, all they know is it works. We overcomplicate it sometimes. Dad, who lives in Oakland, starts listening. says, my God, I've never heard anything like this before. We get him the address to Oakland Tabernacle, Bishop Curtis Young. And he shows up on a Sunday morning. I need somebody. Come on. You're going to be dad. Come on. I know you're not old enough, but come on. Come on, dad. Dad shows up in church on a Sunday in Oakland, California, is baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. He grabs two more people. He grabs two more. They're baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. This week, Sister Camila is going to Jamaica to witness to a bunch more of her family. The revival is broke out of Florida into other states and now across the globe. I'm telling somebody, it's time to put hell out of business. I said it's time to put hell out of business. And if God will do it in Florida, God will do it in your city. God wants to use you. I need some people right now that are ready to put hell out of business to jump out of your seat and run to this altar and throw your hands up in the air. Come on, singers. Come on. 
Come on, on the first night of standout uh, 2016, uh, I came to preach uh, a message uh, of commissioning tonight. Uh, it's time uh, to put hell uh, out of business. It's time uh, to put hell. Come on. Uh, come on, make room. They're trying to get here. Step close. Come on. Come on, if you believe God's going to anoint you, uh, begin to lift up your hands. Uh, if you believe God's going to use you, uh, help me pray. Come on, if you know God's going to use you, uh, lift up your hands uh, right now. Uh, God's called you. God's anointed you. Come on. Come on. Come on, somebody. God's going to turn your city upside down. God's going to take you from standout 2016. And God has called you to march into the kingdom of hell. Come on. Come on. It's time to turn your world upside down. It's time to get out of your comfort zone. It's time to start praying again. Come on, it's time to start praying again. It's time to fast until you've got Holy Ghost power. It's time to pray until you've got Holy Ghost fire. It's time to worship until you've got Holy Ghost passion. Go! 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 Come on, young man! young man your ministry is not gonna start in a pulpit your ministry is gonna start on the street come on young lady God's anointing in your life is not gonna start 